Hello and welcome to the Fearless and Successful Podcast. I am Diana Lugoli, success and business coach, helping online entrepreneurs just like you to live their freedom lifestyle. I'm a multi-passionate mom of three beautiful daughters, an expat and HR specialist with masters under her belt. My holistic approach to business and my high vibe energy are my genius. And my mission is to show you that you too can be, do, and have whatever you desire. This will be jam-packed podcast and your daily dose of inspiration, motivation, and tangible tips on business strategy and mindset mastery. Each week, I will bring you a worldwide guest or I will give you my personal insights so that you can dream big, plan for success, and impact the world. Get ready to be fearless and create unstoppable success. Are you with me? Let's rock and roll. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are in the world. This is another Fearless and Successful show. I'm Dee, I'm your host, and I try by bringing you Fearless and Successful entrepreneurs from all around the world to inspire you to dream big, plan for success, and impact the world. I have my friend, who is a BBD fellow, uh, also a podcaster, um, and guess what? He's a launch expert. Welcome, Ken Westger from Norway. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, funny that we're so close even. I mean, who knew that we are just a country apart? Yes, and we are passionate about similar things, so that's amazing. You're also a father of two kids, right? Yeah, that's correct. And um, you've been in business for how long? Well, it's been a business... Actually, I came to the conclusion earlier this year that it's been primarily a hobby. I've been treating my business as a hobby, so that's kind of a bit funny. And this year, I kind of changed the whole mindset of all of that and said, you know what, uh, this is no longer a hobby. I want to make it into a real business. I'm going for 100K in 2020. So, but uh, I've been doing the hobby, as I was saying, uh, for I think it's four, four years, four and a half years. Amazing. And guys, can is the industry go to for executing highly profitable launches that are easy and fun? You know that we say, if that's fun, don't do it. Um, his simple four-step process allows clients and students the ability to plan launch review and improve their course and membership launches so that they can blast off to exceeding their goals. I love this. Mm-hmm. Ken is quick to connect with people across the globe who are interested in learning from him because of his sincere, supportive, and witty personality that is magnetic to his ideal clients who are wanting experienced support when implementing their big ideas. His podcast, oh my God, I'm launching, is quickly becoming a favorite for its valuable insights and fun stories that highlight the dramatic ups, downs, failures, and success that come from being in launch mode. When it comes to success, the sky is the limit. I just want to say that I probably found a brother from another father. (laughs) (laughs) I love love this intro. (laughs) And I I just love to connect with people who are so globally oriented, who have this like, you know, mindset of impacting the world. Mm -hmm. And tell us, Ken, where do you want to start the show? What do you want to tell us about yourself that you want our audience to know about you? Well, we could just uh, start off uh, by, you know, explaining a little bit about how I started with the whole launch 
uh, you know expert area of expertise yeah um, let's do it yeah uh that is actually you know i started out in the beginning when i started a business i started as a you know web and graphic designer um trying to you know sell to everyone obviously that is not working uh you can't be something for everyone um and I quickly learned that, you know, it's uh, the web and graphic design business can be quite, you know, um, people want the cheapest and the best way that they can get it. And I learned that, you know, that is not exactly what I wanted to do. So I quickly turned into uh, email marketing. And later on, I found that, you know, working with email marketing, I was helping a lot of clients with the launches as well. And uh, I am. Um, actually started a um, membership for email marketing. Uh, I think that was, let me see, that was two years ago now. So, so not summer of 2019, but summer of 2018. Uh, and I did that for a couple of months and had a couple of beta members. And one of them actually told me that, you know, after going through that a couple of months, she said, um, I just don't feel like your heart is into this. And I was like, what? When, you know, when people point out things like that, it kind of feels like a little bit harsh and it kind of hurts. Um, and I did kind of feel sorry for myself for, you know, like 20 minutes. I'm like, oh my God, why, why, is, why is she saying this? Why is this happening to me? Uh, but those are terrible questions that you don't really get any answers to as we learn from James, um, which you know. And uh, so I quickly kind of took a few minutes to kind of figure out, okay, wait, what is my next step? What should I do? Should I turn this into an online course instead? Or is it, should I be doing something else? So I kind of quickly just, you know, created a, well, kind of did a brainstorming actually and just wrote everything down. I kind of things that I already knew how to do and things that I was good at and things that I was already doing for my clients and that I enjoy doing. And from that, I kind of learned, you know, what is my zone of genius? And I think that is something that's really important for any entrepreneur is to kind of find their zone of genius because you want to make sure that you, what you do is something that you're good at and enjoy doing instead of trying to do all of the things and tasks that you really don't like doing and you really hate them. Those are the things that you kind of want to outsource and let somebody else take care of. So you can kind of focus on the things that you, like I said, enjoy. So I did that. Um, and then I kind of learned, you know, yeah, I'm helping a lot of clients with launches and I love that. I love being with my clients during that launch mode when they're, you know, feeling all the feelings of, uh, you know, the, like discussed ups and downs and all failures. And you kind of, people tend to, the mindset is a little bit different from my perspective because I'm not attached to any of the results that they are getting. Obviously, I want the best for my clients, but if they don't make the goal that they set them for themselves, I don't take that personally, but they might. So it's really fun to kind of be in that launch mode and kind of help them, you know, get over the mindset of, you know, what is happening now? Why is this not working? Why is nobody buying and all that stuff and kind of help them through that and just kind of get to, you know, get through the launch and still feel good about it and make sure that they focus on what they've learned through the launch, even though they didn't meet the goals and all that stuff. But um, the process has been for the last year, you know, just make sure that everything that I do feels aligned with me and it is something that I want to do. Of course, I need to help people in the sense of, you know, where they want to be helped. And what I've learned is obviously a lot of people need help with planning. So 
I focused a lot on my launch expertise on how to kind of plan and execute the launches instead of just, you know, focusing on um, the launch itself. But, you know, I do that as well. So that's kind of how this process has been from going from web traffic to email marketing to working with launches. And I love the story how actually you got your own, your got through your own transformation and now you're able to really help people a with how to find that zone of genius we know that when you operate from zone of genius you have fun in your business mm -hmm. uh, we learned that the hard way most of us but <laughs> yeah. it's yeah but it's actually like really from those transformation you are able to support your your members your students your clients and one thing that i really loved what you said um, I listened to one of my members and she said, you know, you, you don't enjoy this work and you actually listen to someone who maybe see you from different perspective and you were like, um, coachable and you were like, mm -hmm. maybe like taking perspective from someone else who maybe knows a little bit more about you than you know about <laughs> yourself. Um, and I love that, you know, being honest with yourself, is such a, I think such a good characteristic of successful entrepreneur and mm -hmm. way to go. I, I love it. And then also like not attach, not, not being attached to your client's results. That's huge, man. Like really yep. huge because I know how we, how I actually used to beat myself. They are not getting take 10 Ks in 10 yeah. days, you know, and it's like, you know, if I can do it, why they can do it. It's, it's, it's been like a process where I needed to a, attach myself from the outcome of the launch, like having fun, enjoy to giving value and really like whoever comes my way, I'm going to serve the heck out of them. And then the second, I'm not, I'm giving them the everything. I support them. What you said with the mindset, I think most of the people are like really, they're stuck with the mindset part, not the execution yeah. and, you know, um, <laughs> and templates and processes, but actually the mindset. part. Um, and then actually, you know, they are responsible for their own uh, results. I'm not holding that responsibility. Uh, when I Absolutely. delegate and outsource that, uh, it was like, ah, now I really can have fun. Yeah. That's cool yeah. to hear. Um, what would you say like is the biggest problem when it comes to, what, what is the biggest oops when it comes to launches? I think, um, yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, people tend to overthink and try to do too many things because we listen to all of these gurus or people that we follow and we see, you know, they have these huge, amazing launches, they're six figures, seven figures, you know, they're so amazing. And obviously these guys are doing the whole shebang. They're, you know, the all bells and whistles, they're doing everything. And we kind of look at them and seeing, oh my God, yeah, they did really well with this launch. I need to do something similar or something like that. Oh, and they did like this webinar and they did a video series and they did all the emails and they, did, they were really on social media, blah, 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 and all that stuff. And then we kind of take that all in and thinking that we have to do it as well. But we got to need to remember that, you know, these guys are, you know, five years, 10 years, maybe 30 years ahead of us. They've been doing this for a long time and maybe we're just starting out. So we need to take a step back and kind of think, okay, what do I need to do and what do I want to do? At least, you know, it's not just about what you want, need to do, but also what you want to do because you don't want to, a lot of people don't want to do everything all at once and maybe people don't want to do a webinar and, you know, that's fine. You don't have to do a webinar. It's all up to you. So I, t I think we tend to just overthink and overdo, try to do too much, basically. 
um, yeah. I love that because I think that it's so important to be self-aware and to keep in mind that, yes, we talk about business by design, but it's also like, you know, it's my game. Mm -hmm. We have all the tools, we have all the strategies. And once you say you hit the, the nail here in the head, I don't like webinars. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> this was like, I, when I was trying to actually execute the webinar launch, I failed flat, but not in terms of the results, but I felt so drained. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing, you know, <laughs> when you try to do something that you really don't want to do, that's going to give the, give away the wrong energy to your audience and they're going to pick up on that and they're not going to feel like this is something for them. So it is, it's, yeah, it's just a lose-lose basically. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I still think that we need to, you know, push ourselves out of our comfort zone and do something that we feel is maybe scary or something like that. So I'm not saying, okay, if you don't feel like we're doing a webinar, that's fine. Maybe you're uncomfortable being in front of the camera. Maybe you should start out by, you know, just like doing a few lives, just recording short videos, something like that, something light, something easy. And then you can kind of build on that and doing that a few times and feeling more comfortable from the camera. And suddenly you can do a webinar later, but you don't want to push yourself, you know, way out of your comfort zone. So it just gets really uncomfortable and people think that this is awkward and uncomfortable as well. But uh, yeah, I think we still need to kind of push ourselves out of our comfort zone to do, just get out of that comfort zone and do something that is going to benefit us huge. Yeah, 100%. We, we're back to that mindset, like trying mm-hmm. new things. Um, also pivoting in these times, I think that's like a huge push out of our comfort zone. But when you were saying like, you know, for me, it was a, a, a really a decision between webinar or a live launch. I mm-hmm. did 500 plus live live streams. So it didn't make sense to go to webinar, but I still yeah. kind of, I want to test it. And I'm, if I'm this launch strategist, I need to test it and I need to be able to give like this feedback. And mm-hmm. I don't want to that. And I was, this was my most transparent launch when it comes to giving the, the full debrief to my, to my community and sharing the, all the, the ups and downs and all the successes and all the fail, failures. But at the end, I think they picked up the most important thing, don't do it if it's not fun. Um, Mm -hmm. If you bring that energy into your launch, like people will pick that up as well. And it's not like, it was just like, no, (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) stick to my live launches. I I try with live launches and it's just been so amazing to to see. But I needed to try, as you say, like, you know, you need to try, especially if you are someone who is teaching this stuff. Um, Mm. So yeah, 100%. what was like your, I really want to know, like this is one of the questions that we ask all of the, uh, our um, uh, guests. And I think that it's really important to know, especially when, because we are in this industry where we are impacting lives and our stories are impacting other people's lives. Mm-hmm. What would you say that was like some of the, your biggest, scariest moments in your business that now that you look back and you say, wow, this was push out of the comfort zone that actually made it, it made it happen to where I am today. Oh, that is a really great question, actually. Um, I think, I think it kind of goes back to, you know, where we talked about uh, me doing my membership and um, you know, that obviously didn't turn out, but I think 
you know, if I hadn't done that membership, if I, if I didn't launch that and get those better members and go through that couple months and just receiving that feedback, which obviously, like I said, it feels awful getting that feedback because it goes directly on you on a personal level. But then again, I would not be where I am today. I would not be doing all of these things that I feel is so aligned with, you know, what I want to do. I would not figure out that, you know, I solely want to work on launches instead of just email marketing. I just want to help people launch. So I think that was a defining moment for my business and for my personal self, because after that, everything that I've done has been just amazing. And I've been doing a lot of mindset work and just, you know, learning how to reframe my mindset. Everything, you know, when something negative pops up, I stop and I get aware of it and I kind of reframe that and how can I turn it into something positive that can serve me instead of, you know, just getting in my way and also learning how to attach from result, which by the way, still has a lot of work in progress, but I'm getting better at it. But yeah, all of that would not have happened if, you know, if I didn't get that feedback and, um, and again, that wouldn't happen if I didn't launch my membership, which, yeah, I think that was a defining moment for me. I love that. And like being in that moment, what if, really sucks right mm-hmm. um, do you have any words on that like is there anything that you regret in your life um, um it's easy to say that you regret stuff um but you know things happen for a reason at least that's mm. what i believe um you know all the lessons that you kind of learn through everything that you do all the failures that you go through you wouldn't be the same person if you didn't go through all of that so I wouldn't say that I necessarily regret anything. I do maybe wish that, you know, um, I always had a, this dream, you know, starting a business and I waited way too long with that. Mm-hmm. I should have started way earlier. Uh, <laughs> but apart from that, you know, like I said, I think we can learn something from all the things that we do and we wouldn't be the same person if we didn't go through those lessons. Important nugget here. You guys, if you're on the fence and you're thinking, should I start my own business? Yes. Yes, yes, do Mm -hmm. it. Don't regret. Like, I think this is the biggest thing that people are just like, yay or nay, or um, just do it. You know, if you have that little nudge, this is the time when entrepreneurship is really exploding and you don't want to be like one year from now, oh, I wish I would start it last year because we have so much knowledge to bring on the table, each and every one of us. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to you, you said like being positive and focusing on, on being positive and thing, seeing things positive. Um, I know that one of your traits, one of your values, core values is having this positive attitude. And you guys, if you would see him now, <laughs> you would see that he's a very, very funny guy. Um, what are the, some of these like three core values that you bring into your business and how are your clients actually experiencing those values? I think that, you know, just in general, I like to keep a positive vibe. I like to laugh. I like to have fun. And, you know, it should be, you know, when you're working with somebody, it should be a relationship that is easy, easygoing, although it should be respectful, obviously. But I think still we need to have fun. We need to laugh. We need to, you know, look at things the positive way. And yeah, if I didn't have this positive mindset, it would be really hard to help coach my clients as well. Uh, because if I was going around being like, oh man, we didn't hit that goal. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I don't know what to do about that. 
oh, well, let's try again. You know, uh, I don't think we would get in the same result the next time, or we would probably get the same result or worse, but we wouldn't, you know, go forward and exceed those goals. I think that's, yeah, I think just being positive and helping people understand that we should be having more fun. I take everything so very seriously. I think that's really important. Uh, I have a good friend that she has this phrase. Um, this is like really um, good transition into what I want to talk about now. Um, yeah. Oh my God, why so serious? She always says that. <laughs> Such a like, <laughs> it's so fun to say like when someone is too serious or too negative and she always mm. say, oh my God, why so serious? Mm. And that brings me to the point where I really want to touch on your podcast, which by the way, congrats on your recent 1K downloads, which is yeah, amazing. Yeah. Um, so tell us, how was, oh my God, uh, I'm launching Podcast Born. How was that born? <laughs> uh, well, that started out, I, well, uh, that is actually one year about at this very moment. Um, it started in April last year where I kind of, okay, I want to do a podcast. I've tried once before, um, but I got like seven episodes and then, yeah, kind of dropped it. Um, probably because it didn't feel aligned with, you know, the topic I was talking about and all of that stuff. Um, but I wanted to pick it up again because I knew I wanted to do a podcast. I feel more comfortable behind a microphone instead of a camera. So I thought that was a good first step. Um, and, you know, kind of posted out the idea. You know, I had this idea of I want to talk about launching, blah, blah, blah. Just brainstorming a lot of names. And then I posted on Facebook and people could vote on all of the names. And that's kind of how, oh, my God, I'm launching uh, came about um but i was actually supposed to have a co-host so one of the people that voted she said you know i was thinking about doing the exact same thing how about you know we do this together and it's like yeah that would be amazing really cool to kind of have somebody to do with and then we can have like this really good conversations uh, between us uh, unfortunately she got ill um so she couldn't go through with that so that took from april to i think it was actually august um when she kind of figured out or I had to figure out, you know, where do I go from here? Do I continue on my own or do I wait for her to get better? Um, and she still was doing some tests. So it wasn't until I think it was mid-September, maybe I kind of pulled the trigger and said, you know what, I'm going to just do this on my own. If we ever get healthy and you want to join me, please just reach out and we'll make it happen. But I set the date for, I think it was October 7th or something like that. And just, you know, I'm going to do it. And then just got make sure that I could get a few guests on to create, you know, the five episodes that I kind of need to get started. And from there, it's just been going crazy, insanely good. I mean, getting guests on is easy because, you know, so many people are launching and I love talking about those um, first launches where you kind of feel like they're total failures, but you got no sales and all that stuff. But I think it's so many good things that we can learn from those first launches because, you can take all of that knowledge and use that for the next launch. And I think a lot of people can benefit from just hearing somebody talk about it and just understand that, you know what, it's not about those. I mean, even from four figures, five figures, six figures launches, because we heard about those all the time. But we kind of forget that, you know, everybody had that first launch, which really sucked basically. Of course, there's, there's some people who really had good launches, but uh, in general, we all have those experiences where we kind of feel like the first launch failed. And from there, you know, um, it's been, talking to a lot of guests, sharing a lot of knowledge. And it was actually in the beginning of this year, I decided I kind of want to up the game a little bit and start talking to uh, people with a specific expert area. So 
you know, if we talk about branding, I want to talk about that and how we can kind of relate that to launching, uh, talk to a Facebook expert and how we can use Facebook ads, for instance, in a launch. So kind of trying to pull things a little bit together, making it even more valuable. Um, but yeah, it's been a great ride. And now we're just past 30 episodes and I've recorded 40 episodes. And uh, yeah, hit 1K, like you said, downloads. And there's uh, hoping to get at least uh, 10,000 by the end of this year. That's an amazing goal to have in mind. I really love that. Um, and I love how you, again, bring back that, you know, first launches and how people, <laughs> this is so funny because I was talking with my students. We just got to, through the first week onboarding new members uh, mm -hmm. to my signature program. And we, I just entered the, the first coaching call with my first launch and how I was actually burned out, almost mm -hmm. divorced and on a complete verge of like, I'm giving up this. This is not what I want to do. <laughs> and if I would give up at that point where now I like, seriously, I need to pinch myself. Is this the life that I'm living? Like two years in, um, if I wanted to encourage them to see the bigger picture, even if that mm. like first launch is not, uh, even if it's ugly like mine was, like keep, <laughs> don't forget why you are here and what's your mission. And I think like also, getting super aligned and my problem was actually I was operating operating from all the all the um I was everyone in my business not the mm -hmm. CEO so that was like I completely burned out myself and yes my friend was so nice and she said let's let me buy your program <laughs> and I think the most important thing is that we kind of just not give up after that first launch and think oh man this yeah this doesn't go the way I wanted to I'm not going to do that again. That's like mistake number one. You got to get <laughs> back on that horse, take the lot, you know, learn something from that first uh, launch and take that knowledge and improve on the next one and just keep going. And then eventually you will get that successful launch that you're looking for. I just uh, yeah. Yeah, don't give up. I love this because it, I, one of the important things that I learned during like all these crazy launches is from James itself, himself is like, you will either learn the lesson you need or you mm -hmm. will get the results you want. And yeah. this was like, wow, yes, 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 yes. This is the lesson, you know, where is the lesson? Mm -hmm. It's not the failure. Um, but what I, what I see, and um, I want to take your opinion on that. Like most of the people, they don't take time to actually evaluate or reflect back to back on the launch and see what was working, mm -hmm. what didn't work, where can I improve? And I think this is the work that majority of people just skip. And they just yeah. say, you know, um, I'm just going to rush into another launch and make money, you know, mm -hmm. but if you didn't, what, what's your take on this? No, I totally agree. I think a lot of people kind of just skip that because I think it has a lot to do with, you know, once you go in a launch and you go through that launch, uh, at the end of the launch, you kind of, you probably, you know, you spent a lot of energy in your launch. And once you're done, you kind of just, yeah, you feel exhausted because you put everything into this. And the last thing you want to think about is, you know, going over that launch and reviewing it and just kind of see what happened. But uh, because you kind of just see, okay, I made this much money. Okay, great. Oh, and that's kind of what you look at. And then you go to the next launch and you kind of try to do just the same thing. But if you took a moment, I mean, we're not talking about taking, you know, a whole week. We're talking about taking just a couple of days and just kind of writing down real quickly, brainstorming, you know, what worked, what didn't work. Uh, and then, you know, how can I take all this and turn it into something that I can improve on and make it even better the next time? 
and what should I probably do different the next time, you know? So yeah, it's, it's really easy, but I, it's easily overlooked as well. Yeah, 100%. And ninja tip for you guys who are launching, like, please document everything because that will be like mm -hmm. the most valuable asset of your launch. Like everything, everything. Take your scrambles and doodles <laughs> and just bring them when you are actually like reviewing your launch, creating the debrief tech, because that's like the half of half of the work for the next launch is done but by that post-launch activity mm -hmm. yeah. um so it's really really cool and one um, simple thing that people can do by the way is also just sending out a survey to two groups of people those who bought from you and ask them you know why they did buy so you kind of can solidify you know the reasons why they did buy but also asking those who didn't buy uh the reasons why they didn't buy a lot of people are going to say money and time and mm -hmm. you know that's fine but every once in a while you're going to get that really golden nugget that's really going to help you improve on your next launch so yeah just simple question why didn't you buy and that's it 100 percent. i love this i love 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 this another ninja tip so you guys we have it ken before we wrap this up so i really want to know and i know the the answer obviously but i really want to know <laughs> um who has the biggest influence in your business um, when we are talking like someone who is really like a badass in, in the, what they do and yeah. how do you take their work and portraying that to your clients and passing on that legacy? Mm -hmm. Well, like you said, you already know, but it's obviously James Wedmore. There's no one better than him. Uh, if I'm going to put in a second one, I'll say Stu McLaren from Tribe. Uh, but James Moore is definitely on the top there. And, um, you know, if it hasn't been for him, I wouldn't have, you know, I joined his BBD course because of he was selling me on, you know, how we can get all the process that we need for a business and, you know, all the things that we need to do. But once you got into his course, the first thing that you get to dive into is, you know, t figuring out things about yourself and the mindset stuff that you really don't think about is, and I promise you, if it hadn't been for that, I would be a completely different person than I am today. Um, I think just from that, I've kind of learned so many things like we already talked about, you know, reframing, detaching from results, um, just uh, having a different kind of mindset about everything. Um, and I think that is something that I kind of bring to my clients, to my students, to anybody who follows me, listens to the podcast, everything. So if it hadn't been for James Wedmore, I would not be the same person that I am today for sure. Oh, yeah, I 100% agree with you. And... <laughs> Funny enough, like another similarity, I was like so stoked about, you know, all these processes and blah, 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 mm -hmm. and all this like, yes, let's get behind the scenes. Like, what's <laughs> yeah. the, the secret? What's the magic? Yeah, you know? what's the secret sauce? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I was blown away by, and this is one of my mentors also says, um, sell them what they want and give them what they need. Yes. <laughs> and James exactly. like is a really like, doing exactly that like you want the processes i'm yeah. gonna give you the processes but i'm gonna teach you what you actually need mm -hmm. and i'm gonna like mess with your mind <laughs> uh, and i remember the first time when i was like going into the course and when he says you're gonna unlearn everything and i was like what me i'm a lifelong student like no don't take my knowledge away and then i actually realized how wrong i was about the business mindset mm. the entrepreneurial mindset so good. I love that you actually said that. And I think that this is something that everyone can 
really a like really know your students what they want but um also know what they need and deliver what they need actually mm. so i i really love this amen yeah. <laughs> uh ken um to wrap this up tell us a, about your gift what are you gifting to our community to our listeners um what is your secret sauce yeah I got a launch guide essentials, which basically is, you know, all the essential things that you need to have to plan out your launch. So it is a step-by-step process, basically, uh, where you kind of go through all of the steps that you need to think about during a launch so that you can easily plan out. And I also say that you don't have to do everything, uh, pick out the pieces that you feel like you need, and then just kind of make sure that you you know, go through step by step and just plan out because if you plan out your launch, you know, 80% of your launch is already done. Once you get to launch week or whatever, you know, last 20% is just showing up and doing what you're supposed to do. So, um, yeah, um, if they jump in there and sign up for that, um, they can, you know, have a launch plan out in, you know, maybe even a day or maybe even a couple hours if they're really good at it. Yes, I love, love, love this. Um, and I'm like big planner. So yes, <laughs> guys, you, you want to have a, some kind of framework. And you know, it's really important that you, you don't just go with can we, we, we are really getting back to that. It's the full circle. Don't mm-hmm. compare yourself with someone else and try to copy or model their, or their thing. Ken is giving you step-by-step process, but tweak it, model and create your own launch um that's the best thing that you can do like listen to your intuition go with your flow what what feels right and aligned for you absolutely Um, oh amazing and have fun you guys and tell us like tag i want you to screenshot this and really like tell us when you are launching whatever you're launching your membership your course your service whatever it is online program Screenshot this episode and tell us what you're launching and uh, hashtag us um, with the Fearless Podcast and uh, tag me and Ken. Um, I'm I know that you are hiding on the Instagram as well. What is the yeah? What is the um, the second best platform where people can reach out to you and see what you're doing? The second best is probably Facebook. I mean. Instagram is where I uh, kind of hang out the most, but uh, definitely Facebook as well, because, you know, there's so many amazing Facebook groups that you were in. So got to be on Facebook as well. So, and it's the same thing, Ken Westgar, you know, on Facebook as well. well. We are getting a link, all the, the accounts uh, in the show notes. Ken, how do you want to close this amazing conversation? Uh, just, um, you know, if you have a planning on launching, go for it, do it. Um, and, you know, like I said, plan out your launch ahead of time so you don't have to go into a launch all, you know, frazzled and trying to keep up with everything. The worst thing that you can do is go into a launch and, um, you know, having to do write up that email or finish up the slide deck for the webinar. And you, you can bet your bottom on this that once you're in that launch and you're doing all these things, something else is going to go wrong, something technical or something that you didn't expect. And then you have to deal with that as well. And, you know, that's going to pull away your focus, your energy from your entire launch, and you don't want to do that. So plan ahead, get the work done before you get into launch, and then you can just press play. Like I said, you can just press play and just go with launch. I love this. This is such a great advice. Ken, this was a pleasure. 
I loved hosting you and really I'm excited for people to realize how much fun you can have when you are planning ahead. Um, mm -hmm. Such a great piece of advice. Thank you Thank so you much. For, thank you for having me. <laughs> Ciao. Hey, do. You ever had a business idea, but you don't have the clarity to launch and create an offer? Or you tried several strategies to launch, but nothing gets you the real results? Hi, I'm Dee, I'm Success and Business Coach, a digital marketer, and I help hundreds of experts to launch and scale their online business. And that's why I created a 14-day digital launch roadmap that will help you identify your superpowers, share your message, and turn your idea to profit. Click the link below to get instant access to your launch roadmap now. Thank you so much, gorgeous soul, for tuning into today's show. I appreciate you so much for sticking to the end. And if you found value, please make sure to leave us a review on iTunes. This means that you are supporting my fearless mission to impact millions and also making sure that this podcast reaches people who need to hear this. As a matter of fact, you could screenshot this episode and share your takeaways on EG Stories and I will personally give you a shout out there and send you a little thank you gift. How does that sound? And I hope to really see you there and until next time, dream big, plan for success and impact the world. Mwah.